The 2023 United Nations Climate Change Conference is coming to an end in Dubai after two weeks of speeches, discussions and pledges by world leaders to address the climate crisis. The consensus among all delegates was an urgent need to lower fossil fuel emissions. However, this year's conference saw some high-profile delegates criticise the influence of the fossil fuel industry and the reality of reaching fossil fuel emissions reduction targets. Fino Funua has more. It seems to us in the Pacific that we have not done enough. We are sinking. The cyclones are getting more severe. Fiji's Prime Minister Siti Veni Ramboka was among the many small island state leaders who called on developing nations to lower fossil fuel emissions. The last decade has been particularly worrisome for Pacific Island nations who have seen a dramatic increase in the frequency of cyclones. Commonwealth Secretary General Patricia Scotland is among leaders who have backed calls by Pacific Island nations. The Secretary General says the recent spate of cyclones that devastated Vanuatu is a clear sign of a climate crisis. They had two cyclones within the space of 48 hours, and now they've been struck by a third cyclone. Many people are saying that the 1.5 degree is now on life support, so there's never been a more important time for us to be here at COP, trying to make sure the world realizes that what's happening to our small islands today is what will happen to them tomorrow. Let me be clear, the United Kingdom is totally committed to net zero, the Paris Agreement, and to keeping 1.5 alive. That's why we've decarbonized faster than any other major economy. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was among the leaders of various global powers who pledged to increase funding in climate action. It seems like a big step forward, except his pledges reminiscent of those made by his predecessors. Pledges and pleas on climate action have become repetitious, with critics viewing COP as a grandstanding routine. But some delegates have expressed alternative views. American hedge fund billionaire Ray Dalio surprised many when he conceded corporate interests were a barrier. Dalio said climate change solutions needed to address the economic fallouts of regulating the fossil fuel industry. I believe that more we're going to be moving in an economic way to adaptation. But if you go to, let's say, banks, they say banks have a lot of money, but banks have assets and liabilities. And if they don't receive or give their depositors or those who are putting money with them an adequate amount of return, they won't have any money. So you still have to have the return component of that. What happens is self-interest is a great motivator when you have that. Other industry delegates have been more defensive, such as the United Arab Emirates Special Envoy for Climate Change, Sultan al-Jabba, who just so happens to be the president for this year's COP. He came under fire just days after the conference started when he reportedly told former Irish President Mary Robinson that there was no science to support that phasing out fossil fuels would keep global warming under a critical threshold. Compounding the scrutiny is Al Jaba's suitability to oversee the summit 
given that he also happens to be the head of the UAE's largest oil company, the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company. In an interview with CNN, prominent climate activist and former U.S. Vice President Al Gore ridiculed Al Jaba's appointment as a conflict of interests. He's charged with the, by the U.N. with the responsibility of guiding the world toward a sharp phase down of these uh, greenhouse gas emissions, which mainly come from burning fossil fuels. But he's charged uh, by his sovereign uh, and the company that he heads with a massive expansion of fossil fuels. Sultan al-Jaba rebutted the criticisms. In a heated press conference in Dubai, he told media he was being misrepresented. Al-Jaba said he supported a phase-out and defended his appointment. I'm an engineer by background. It's the science and my respect to the science and my passion about the science, and it's about my conviction to the science that have enabled me to progress in my career. I have said over and over that the phase down and the phase out of fossil fuel is inevitable. In fact, it is essential. And this transition needs to be orderly, fair, just, and responsible. And it needs to be well managed. According to NASA, 2023 is the warmest year since global records began in 1880. 